0: what's up everybody what's up? welcome to another edition of the podcast the tt podcast it's episode number 59 today i am joined by prince hey there and ace hello see what happened there was ace got confused and was going to run with it and <laughs> then we, we broke everything so i'm back um and i'm happy to be back and i am i am alive and well you don't you can call off the search parties um yeah, I have moved, and my work situation has been quite intense lately. So it's basically been to to the work, and then back home, and then sleeping for the most part. Um, so, but I, I am here today. Uh, this may be the last episode uh, until after Christmas or New Year's. We're not entirely sure because our our work. Timing is a little bit crazy, and then you get Christmas in there and whatever. Um, but we will be back to you as soon as possible. But for right now, we have got a ginormous episode. Uh, we are going to obviously go over um, the news from the VGAs and, oh God, I almost sneezed. <gasps> uh, the <laughs> VGAs, uh, we're going to go over our own personal game of the year, uh, talk about some trailers and PSXE news and. Um, and then of course I'm I'm gonna start by uh bashing on Bungie because uh they have been not so great lately. They've been kind of messing things up. Have you heard about this? Uh they've they've been A really bad about uh XP displays. I don't know if you've been um looking at that. and then uh I don't s have you seen that? So tell us tell us uh tell us all about that. Okay. So <laughs> uh Bungie uh Basically, in Destiny, if you were doing um, events over and over again in rapid succession to gain a lot of experience, what was happening was the more times you did it in rapid succession, uh, the less experience you were actually getting. How rapid it, are we talking there? To be completely honest, I don't know offhand what <clears throat> the maths are, uh, what I can tell you is that the experience that it was telling that you, you that you were getting was not changing. So it was saying you were getting the full experience every time you completed one of these things, mm. but in actuality, you were seeing diminishing returns. So the UI was essentially lying to you about how much experience you were getting.
1: Is this um, the thing that I heard about, about the XP, um, like the, the game having a system which scales the XP? S. Yes. Okay, so this was um, they were sort of they had designed a system which was intelligent and it was designed to um, alter the amount of XP you get based on the uh, like the context of it. And then they hadn't really explained that. And like you say, it was displaying without the punishment. So. Mm -hmm. It, from the point of view of a, a player who's trying to make a decision on the best way to play, um, they're giving they're getting the wrong information. They can't make the right decision.
0: Right. And I mean, realistically, especially um, with a system like this, I mean, it kind of almost exists to sort of discourage this type of behavior and get people <clears throat> doing different things. So these players could have been you know, encouraged to do different things rather than grind out this experience, which is what the system is there to prevent. But they didn't even know that because the UI was not conveying it and Bungie wasn't conveying it. And so basically they were just sort of being lied to. Really, they're just, (laughs) you know, isn't misinformed, which kind of sucks. Well, no, I would lean towards your first uh, summary.
1: Well, Um, you, yeah, are, so, you are actually, in fact, being lied to at that point. Um, whether it's malicious well, or not true. can be debated.
0: Or but e- even, even by accident, you, you are fault. being directly told something, and that thing is not accurate. So I guess in that way, it is definitely a lie. And um, it's not really a bug um, that you're getting
1: less XP. It's the bug that you're not being told you're getting less XP, which right. is so, many times worse. Certainly.
0: So Bungie did go on to say that it was, uh, that was an accident, Um, and unfortunately then they went and changed the, uh, experience that was doled out or something, or how much experience you needed to get a bright engram, um, which is obviously the, the game sort of loot box and they Mm -hmm. expanded how long it took you to get a a bright engram and it was like right around the same time. And they were like, uh, so it just kind of happens that we were going to make this change. It's like, come on guys. And then just now they released, uh, the curse of Osiris. And they totally messed that up um, because the uh, some of the in-game content from the base game, people were locked out of. And so it's not like they were locked out of a playlist that had certain things in rotation that they didn't have. Mm-hmm. It was like the hard mode of the raid that they used to be able to do, called the prestige mode, suddenly they didn't have access to it because the um, the power level requirement had gone up with the new expansion. But anybody that had the, uh, did not have it could not reach that power level to actually participate. And uh. so people were essentially being locked out of content that they otherwise completely had access to prior to. Is this
1: um, paid content, patch content, or free DLC?
0: Um, so they, the expansion is a paid expansion. Right. Um, the raid is part of the base game. It was released... I think like a week after the game was out, so it was essentially there. They just mm-hmm. wanted to allow time for people to reach a higher enough power level in enough numbers that oh, it was yeah. easy for people to get together and do the raid. Um, so that way they could cr- kind of create an event out of it. But it, essentially, that was largely there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they released it all at once, and then all of a sudden, um, part of it—the prestige mo- mode, which was actually released later—they um, essentially just said, "Well." You know, players that didn't get the expansion. Well, you now you can't play that part of the content uh, that you previously had. The same um, Destiny trap from the first game of
1: the the current play area being progressively locked off from you.
0: So yes, yes, and no. Um Like in the uh, prior uh, Destiny, the hard vault of glass, as far as I'm aware the power level never went up. So you could play mm-hmm. the normal mode and you could play the hard mode and you never had to get the expansion content. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what I meant uh, was not that, um, that things are shut off reactively, but that mm-hmm. the place you need to be playing is constantly moving. The things that you were playing previously become redundant and the place you need to be playing is now a new paid for area.
0: Um, sort of. Yeah. I mean, that's true, but, uh, the, the fact that you need to be able to sort of go to the new area and get the new stuff to play the old content in the first place at all is the problem. Like you could not even start playing the hard mode of the raid because you just weren't mm-hmm. high enough power level. So, uh and basically Bungie was like, oh, well, you know, they, they basically apologized and it was an oversight and they're going to fix it and several other things that were affected by a similar uh, concept. Um But it's just kind of like, You know, when you get so many things like this and Bungie's been kind of personally like on a slope and kind of headed downward and, you know, they're apologizing and they're saying that it was an oversight. And I think the oversight was that they thought that they were just going to be able to do that and not, oh, it wouldn't matter, you know, like.
2: I mean, you uh, think they test these updates and have play things and sort of go, hmm, hang on a minute. Yeah, like that. Now they're locked out of doing raids so we better fix that bug like you said i think it's more of the thought they could probably let it slide but then too many people um complaining
0: i mean they've been they've essentially been boiling the frog for the past you know three years um every time it's like oh well they wouldn't do that though and then you know a year down the road they did a little bit of that and then they did a little bit more of that down the road six months more. And then eventually they had just straight up loot boxes or whatever. And it's like that kind of stuff has been happening slowly over time, all this stuff where you're just like, oh, but I like Bungie. They're not bad. They they are maybe they're not going to do this thing. And then eventually they go there. And so like this kind of thing is one of those things where it's just like we keep saying, oh, Bungie is great. And they're honest with their players and whatever. And it's like, uh, personally i saw this coming you know years and years ago probably even before destiny if i remember correctly and, and them getting to this point doesn't surprise me so i i have a hard time believing that it is actually accidents because this kind of lines up with what i expect where that i expected bungie to end up and yet you buy <laughs> i didn't get the expansion um, and i intend not to get any of the other expansions i'm pretty much well, done thanks. with destiny and good luck with your receding play area. <laughs> I probably won't be playing Destiny anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. And and I mean, that's that's it is what it is, you know. So so much for that. Hopefully, Bungie one, will one day get its it out of its ass and make really do things properly. But I don't know. That's
2: killed off the uh, IP now, then hasn't it? No,
0: nah, no, it's yeah. still multi million Exactly. It's it's still hugely Think? popular.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I I have a feeling that Destiny three is going to be a harder sell, much like.
0: I do think
2: um, five is probably going to be.
0: I do think that this has hurt them a little bit, and we'll see. So, what happened with Destiny One is, if they launched Destiny Two immediately afterwards, they probably would have had a tough time. But they had several good expansions, and they did all right. And I think that built up enough positive momentum that enough people bought Mm. Destiny Two. So it's possible that they could turn this around and end up with a really solid Destiny Three. But right now, their their momentum and their word of mouth is really certainly not great. Um, But anyways, we should probably move on because we've got tons of stuff to talk about. Um, In other news that did not involve this past weekend, uh, there was a Mega Man stream uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Mega Man. And it was a really, for the most part, kind of terrible stream. Um, But they did reveal uh, Mega Man 11 is in development and that they are uh, releasing a Mega Man X collection. Uh, for PS4 and Xbox One, and maybe Switch. I honestly don't remember, but obviously it yeah, doesn't matter. I so. Yeah. Regardless, I'm going to be playing it on my PS4, and I'm going to be so happy. So that's releasing. <laughs> uh, both of those are okay. releasing next year.
2: Thirty years—that makes it feel old, doesn't
0: it? Yep. Yeah. Got to grow up with Mega Man. Do you I—I know um,
2: w- I don't know. I, it was one of those things that I was knew was there, but it, I was never drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Um. Because uh, they kind of looked, I don't get it's a big sin here, but they always kind of looked very similar to me. And I played well, one, <laughs> kind of got kind of got a bit frustrated with it. And then, yeah, when they, when they were showing like the the animation of of all the different ones and the sort of as as I think it was sort of coined, you know, the evolution of Mega Man, I was watching yeah. it and going, uh, okay, is it like exactly the same sprite? Exactly yeah. the same sprite? Yeah. Exactly the same sprite? Yeah. And then I think about like 10 games in or was it 12 games in or something? I thought, Oh, hang on a minute they looks like they've updated it a tiny bit there and then,
3: yeah
2: <laughs> that was it but um i was like how could you tell these apart and they, it, all the names were coming Game out I was like, my goodness it's it's worse than street fighter for, for the, <laughs> well, the names hey, in the collections i'm like wow if you're a mega man fan that's that's a lot to keep track
0: of yeah mega man i think <laughs> i think like from mega man 1 through 6 or whatever they released all 6 of those games within like 7 years or something um so yeah, they, they released a lot of Mega Ga- Mega Man games very rapidly and they do look very similar. Like they, they did change some stuff, very minor stuff. Um, really the biggest difference was the charge up shot and the slide that was introduced in, um, uh, mm. three and four, right? Um, yeah. So, but uh, other than that, they look pretty much identical until you start getting mm. into like, I think seven and eight because you started getting into the like, the 16-bit era, and they were um, using better chips in the the cartridges and all that. But uh, Mega Man 11 looks kind of okay. I am wasn't thrilled by it. I'm, I've always been more yeah. of a Mega Man X guy myself anyway. So
2: I thought it was quite nice, the sort of up-to-date graphics and, and animations and stuff. It did look like it brought it into the more recent yeah. century and was making use of the of the consoles
0: yeah and, uh, i mean that's clearly something that they were going for but it's mm-hmm. part of it is a concern because um what they always the old Mega Man games were hard but they kind of excelled because they were such kind of pixel perfect games um and mm. people really latched on to that that's why 9 and 10 did so well when they went back and did sort of a, a Retro style game. Um, so I'm a yeah. little bit concerned about how well and how precise, uh, Mega Man 11 will be. I, I think, honestly, I think that it'll probably come out pretty well, even though the sort of bubbly art style is concerning. I, I think in the end, it'll probably turn out all right.
2: We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Everyone's though. a bit worried. Yeah. Everyone's a bit worried by the style. much it could have been worse. It mm-hmm. could have gone for like full 3D, sort of like Mega Man. What? Prime. well,
0: but hey, Mega Man Legends was good stuff, though. Like, I actually enjoyed that. It was a very different style of game, but I enjoyed it. Um, they, they have and done just, that. <laughs> I would say that, um, in regards to
1: the graphics of X being uh, sorry, of 11 being a, a significant factor, I would say that it's not, um, on the basis that, um, any fan of Mega Man series, it's a series where more than eight games released more than two decades ago. Um, and then there's a few after that last two decades, there's been a few games. Yeah. So probably pretty into the retro thing. If you really like that
0: series. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it does. Like I'm not against updating the style if they can, because Mega Man's always been about a solid gameplay experience. So as long as they don't get too obsessed with the look of it and they deliver that gameplay experience, I don't really give a crap. Mm So looking forward like to the with that um Mega Man wannabe um uh Mighty Number no. 9. Right. Yes. That's it's exactly the game. And that's that's game. part of the concern is it looks like it's headed in that direction and you know the hope is obviously that they don't actually they remember why they're making it and how to make a good Mega Man game. All right. So with that stuff out of the way, uh this past weekend has been a kind of a crazy wild ride Uh, there was um, the VGAs and PSX but I'm going to get the PSX thing out of the way real quick Uh, the major thing was that uh, Sean Layden was kind of like hey so hopefully we won't have to be having this conversation about changing your PSN name this time next year Uh, so they they have a a positive hope that they'll be able to straighten it out apparently it's been very difficult so keep your fingers crossed Uh, I'll believe it when I see it um, I was going to say, I'm sure <laughs> he says something along those lines every year. Yeah, you know? um, but but yeah, so that that's nice. Um, there wasn't a whole lot that came out of PSX. It was a lot of uh, you know going through. Oh, this is these are what the gameplay elements are, and this is our inspiration behind this. And so, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, it, finding the breakouts is probably going to uh, serve you better than the actual experience was i think they went much more for the actual convention feel than they did for a proper like media show um there were a bunch of things about vr uh what was it last guardian is going to have a v- VR. vr version um
2: there's a there's like a free about- vr update coming out to the store which should be out anytime now if it's not out already it's a um, standalone
1: isn't it a free demo. it's
2: it's a completely free oh. standalone yeah. i didn't know that downer for the pistol yeah. Um, which is quite nice. They, uh, I think they called it a Christmas present to uh, the players, which is quite Aww. nice. Then next year there's going to be an update for Wipeout Omega Collection. So anyone who's got that, there'll be a VR um, version for it. Wipeout VR. Talk about naughty. Um, that yes, yes, you will need your own sick bag for that one. I should think. But yeah. Um, that's be quite interesting. It, that's definitely one for any Wipeout Omega Collection owner to try. Although I'd probably probably wouldn't recommend long, long uh, playthroughs of mm-hmm. doing that
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but get am feeling sick from that i <laughs> we'll have to get uh, like the next thing they're going to have to do is create like a, a rumble seat that makes sense so that like the rest of your body can kind of feel something while you're doing stuff so maybe it'll help with the uh, motion sickness you know yeah yeah six axis Hopefully. Eight. yeah <laughs> All right.
2: yeah um then um yeah, there were some other interesting bits when the- Kojima was there talking about death stranding again i mean it it was the same um trader that we'd seen um the day before, mm-hmm. but um yeah, it was it was somewhat interesting, but uh, they did kind of just come out with some. Deft questions from Mark Cerny. Yeah. That um, didn't really go anywhere, of, which is a shame. One
0: of my favorite quotes I, I saw Mark Cerny apparently has played like four to five hours of the game and says that the trailer makes sense. And I was like, yes. It is just like, uh, I'm not um, sure how I'm after, hearing that. It's like around the four or five hour mark, this trailer will start to make sense for you. <laughs> yes. You know, after four or five sense.
2: hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably it, half of the cutscenes.
3: Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, So, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. And, um, yeah, it was, it was nice just seeing a lot of the games again, wasn't it? All the ones we've, we've previously been announced, but, um, it was nice to see more of them and looking forward to them next year. Detroit becoming human. That one is showing up to have so many choices and options. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, last of us two, I think they had, um, the voice actors on that one for Q and a, wasn't it? And, um, and we've got Marvel Spider-Man. I'm uh, guessing that's the title now. That one. I guess um, Days Gone, which has got a bit of criticism, probably because it does come across as very sort of uncharted and Last of Us kind of uh, somewhere in between <laughs> feel.
3: <laughs> but
1: we've got to
2: give. It's early days yet, isn't it? We'll see. Mm -hmm. If that's your criticism,
1: you're doing pretty damn well. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Um, If your criticism is like game of the year for like five years, then
0: great. um, So it struck me that they were talking about um, Mr. Negative or what his name was for the Spider Man thing again. I'm not sure if they're trying to protect stuff or if he's actually going to be like the main villain. Like,. They've they've talked about I mean they they've shown him what like three different shows now, so yeah. But they might just be trying to just focus on the one person and be like, yeah, this is how in depth we're going with this one villain, and then we've got all these other villains. You know, who knows? We'll we'll see.
2: I think Fisk plays a bit of part in there, doesn't he? I mean, he, he, he might be helping up. him in the demo. That we show, but that's probably not going to last, is it?
0: You know. I mean, he he might be the the big bad at the end, you know. Which actually, I'm not going to lie. If if um, Fisk was like the big bad for a Spider-Man game, I'd be down for that. It would be pretty cool to have somebody that was not super powered per se. Even like you know Doctor Octopus with his weird you know machines and stuff. It's like I think it would be cool to have the enemy be those kinds of people like gangsters and thugs, but he, you know, I thought, I thought he had
2: maybe above average sort of strength.
0: That's true. If he was like a, wrestler uh, or something, yeah. or whatever, but, yeah. sort of, yeah. I mean, I think that catches. depends on the, uh, the interpretations, but if they're going for, because the, the way they were talking about, uh, Mr. Negative and how, like, you know, on the one hand, you know, to Peter, he is this, but you know, he's also this. And like, if they start going down that angle and keep it like a very, very street level, I think that would be kind of cool. On the other hand, he keeps self-negging and can't get over it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so was there anything else from PSX that you guys wanted to talk about?
2: Um, let's see. Uh, Oh, media molecule. They, um, as they said, dreams is coming out next year. But then they probably say that every year. Mm. But it was nice to see a little bit more of it. It basically, as I kind of had a feeling it might evolve into, is a kind of sack boy without the sack
0: boy. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's, it's like, evolve or devolve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's always kind of been my. Uh, that's what a lot of people have been saying. Like the various hands-on stuff that I've heard is that it's very uh, little big planet in 3D. Um, yeah. Which is fine, I guess. I, I was not a huge fan of Little Big Planet, honestly. Like, I, I dig all the creation stuff. The platforming was just kind of eh. And so yeah. I just never really got my foot fully in the door. Um, so maybe this would do better. It,
2: I, yeah, I, mean, I think it was a, a nice premise, wasn't it? You know, the four player co op, the stickers, the creation, it was quite nice. It, <laughs> you, you could see that kind of structure working quite well if it was updated and mm-hmm. had a few more options and i th- think that's kind of where they're going with this i would say most part.
1: with little big planet um especially with the first one um the main fault of it was the spongy platforming and the sort of um the sort of poor structural design of the thing but the main strengths of it were the infinite um amount of potential playability with the online levels um a very good multiplayer, um up to four players, drop in, drop out, um yeah. and a good amount of humour and just just sort of like a fun atmosphere in the campaign. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If it's got those elements mm-hmm. in dreams, then it's
1: it needs a bit more of of that. Well. It it yeah, needs yeah. to kind of counteract that detraction of like the if the platform is spongy, it's dead. But if I um agree. if they don't have like a compelling Sort of structure which makes the, the limitless amount of creation actually relevant to the gameplay. Um, and mm-hmm. it will again be very short and shallow. Um, because most people don't go into the online levels,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Um, that's what made me concerned when I saw that they said, Oh, there's a story, and it's like, Great, but you're
0: missing the point of your game. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have high hopes for that game, we'll see what it actually you know, comes out to be, I think it could be really awesome, especially, you know, with the way things get shared now. I mean, Mm. PlayStation four has a freaking share button on it. So if they work things really well, they could come out with something that's phenomenal and groundbreaking, but I don't know that I expect that to actually be the case. So, (laughs) uh, so that's mostly what was at PSX. Um, the VGAs had a whole bunch of, obviously, awards and then uh, some neat reveals and trailers. Uh, there was the aforementioned Death Stranding trailer, which they had showed again at PSX, um, which is eight minutes. Uh, it's very, very long. It's very weird. Interesting. I enjoyed it. Um, there was you know a couple of scenes where I was like, my God, this is just obscene. <laughs> um, but it, I thought that was pretty cool. It's
2: it's classic Hideo Kojima, unchained from Kona- um, Konami, isn't it? Basically, it's sort of right. No one's going to stop me now. This is utter Twilight Zone.
3: <laughs> it kind, of, it kind <laughs> um, of, was. Yeah,
2: yeah. But um, nice to see. There's. I don't know if, you, if if anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't know if they want spoilers or not. You might want to just mute for a second. But the I'll try and keep it vague. The gadgets that they kind of have yeah. are very metal gear-esque, aren't they? So it's nice to see that yeah. he's still but... kind of putting that that kind of spin on it in places, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the hand weapons and things as well, they looked quite realistic and yeah. uh, again, along the lines of GS, which is quite nice. Um, but, uh, it's sort of like something out of a Psycho Mantis boss battle or something <laughs> or, that. Uh, or inside, Psycho, that going in,
0: inside Psycho Mantis's inside head. Time, yeah. yeah. Just like. Yeah. Head. <laughs> Freaking weird as how like, so I, I don't know that we necessarily need to talk about it because honestly, I, there's some parts of it that are really interesting and you can do a deep dive on them. But I would say just go and friggin' mm. watch the trailer if you don't mind having your brain racing for like eight minutes straight. Like what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> um But I, I would say just go and watch it um But it's
2: interesting. The the, the a couple of the elements were a fear factor in there. Oh yeah. for, for one minute, I thought, "Is this Resident Evil Seven Biohazard?" Right? For a second, you know. So it was tense. it's Interesting, isn't yeah, it? it was legitimately 10 Yeah, it was 10 Yeah, exactly. You you were like, "Wow, this is like some some sort of weird film." You find like there was, when I was a kid, I accidentally watched. Um, uh, oh, what was that film? They remade it recently. Uh, it in a hotel. No, um oh, it's on Mars. He's got his mind wiped. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh, oh total, total recall. Um, total recall. That was it. I, I watched Total Recall uh, when I was like really young. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. Like, a bit, bit, bit mind walked from seeing that. Yeah, you know,
0: except when, you know,
2: it's goes and all the
0: rest except the effect of total recall on the mind of a child but this is hideo kojima doing this to a bunch of fully grown adults who have experienced his work before
2: you know (laughs) yeah so um yeah i'm i'm intrigued i'm interested for uh, some people are turned off by it but i don't know if 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 you haven't enjoyed metal gear if you don't understand what hideo Kojima does as a a game, but then you're not going to accept it. Well, I'm just saying what you're bothering watching it for. But if you're open to, you know, right, just weird me out or confuse me, you know, I'm up for it. And yeah, long cut scenes, half game, half movie. I think it wasn't that weird.
0: I think you have to have a certain mindset when you go into something like this because it's just such bizarre stuff.
1: Yeah. You're just typical sci-fi, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of Strange, there was also a uh, From Software uh, released a teaser for their next whatever thing they're working on. The only thing they gave us was that Shadows Die Twice, uh, which I have heard pointed out uh, is also a line from uh, Tenchu, I think, which they recently acquired the rights to. So it might be that, but it also looked very Lovecraftian sort of, or I don't even know if that's really accurate, because it was basically like a looked like a bone in a, some kind of weird vice that was being crushed or torn apart or something. It was really kind of nasty, um, which doesn't really fit Tenchu. Oh, but... so, uh, who, who knows? Maybe maybe they're going to but... cross Tenchu with like Bloodborne or something and do something wacky like that. I, that would be awesome. <laughs> but,
2: did they, well, they never got to doing any sort of... It was very sort of realistic, wasn't it, Tenchu? Maybe they're going to try and say, well, now we're going to introduce demons and things or something. Well, or, I
0: mean, they did have demons and okay. Tenchu because usually that was like the the third yeah. act is when everything flew off the rails oh, yeah. and it turned into some kind of mystical something. Um, well okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so the, there's not much to say about that. It, it is literally like a 15-second teaser. It was really short. Uh they've also they also announced Soul Calibur 6. Uh didn't really see a whole lot of it. There was a little bit a couple quick clips. Um, that's nice yeah. to see. Uh, there was the guy um so the guy who did A Tale of Two Brothers, uh he is currently working on a way out and he w- people really loved him at E3. Uh A Way Out is coming March 23rd, 2018, which is fantastic. Uh they did say which was pretty freaking awesome uh both players do not have to have a a copy of a way out uh so you can do sort of like what was it the uh, ds i think sort of had a function like that a a share play sort of thing where one person can have the game and both people can actually play the game um Mm -hmm. so that's pretty wild it's nice to see can't can you do that anyway with share play on ps4 well, I guess theoretically you could, right? Because you could have the other person uh be the second player. Um so I guess I guess they yeah. could do something like that anyways. So maybe they're just anticipating that and actually like finding a better way of doing it for the game, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah,
2: not that I've I've actually don't think I've ever used it I- But um that's swear- what that's how I always thought it worked.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I think it streams the video to the other player, but they can put in you know button prompts and actually play the game. So, uh, hmm. and then uh, there was just a couple more things. There was uh, GTFO was revealed, which is coming from uh, the people that made uh, Payday, Payday Two. Uh, so it's going to be a four-player cooperative zombie experience game. Uh, we'll see what that actually ends up being like. And then speaking of zombies, there was also a trailer for World War Z, which um, I don't know. It looked like World War Z, but but I think that's about the most that I can say about it. It didn't look particularly interesting <laughs> beyond that. It's all about
2: zombies again, isn't it? Well, it seems to be very it's popular. that time of year.
0: I don't really know what that means. Christmas zombies. Yes. Frank West is back (laughs) and he brought the zombie games with him. It's, it's almost like a a meta commentary. Um, she, he's, uh, he's brought the zombies back and they're, these zombie games are just kind of shambling along, you know, just one after another. They just keep coming. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right. So, uh, With all that aside, it is time for the VGAs. We're going to probably fly through most of these pretty quickly. We'll talk about a few of the ones that are actually relevant to us. Um, And then uh, we'll take it from there. We'll go into probably our game of the year discussion. So without further ado, the best VR AR game was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, which is pretty awesome. It was a full game, which is nice.
3: Yeah, that that cuts out about 80%
1: of the, of the titles, I guess. It's not a VR exclusive, so that's a little bit unfair. I guess in some um, ways. To the true. others. But it, yeah, obviously I mean, it's one of the best experiences on VR right now, so. Yeah, I mean, other than Star Trek
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the nature of... We should, we should have won. Well, the nature of Game Awards has always been that if it can, can qualify, it sort of does, right? It's like... Uh, mm. uh, Cross-platform game, you know, that releases on Xbox and PlayStation is totally valid for a PlayStation game award. So, yeah. in the same vein,
1: I mean, I, I agree that it deserves. I mean, it's certainly worthy maybe, of the win. It's yeah. just that it shuts out every other VR game, which is a bit of a shame because this is the the prime time, well, the the launch time for VR. So, all of the others had a bit of a uh, they they were in the ring with. Ollie and
0: they didn't have a chance. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: so Resident Evil 7 ran away with that one. Uh, the best action game was Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. Uh, I don't think I, any of us have played that yet. It's sitting on my dashboard. I've got it downloaded, but that means I'll probably... Oh, come on, man. That means I'll Do, probably Does it not capture you with, with, with how interesting it looks? Yeah, it might be a little bit too um, close for comfort. I, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that right now. What the bit
1: where you're in
0: um, the United States a skeletal United States. suit that allows you to walk? Yes, that part absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah, you I can just, relate. Yeah, so hard. Um, anyways,
1: yeah. So the bit I, where I you're attacked like, by Nazi zombies, and stuff.
0: Nazi zombies in mechs, and yeah, I I really do need to get in and play that, and hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh, before the new year is my goal. Uh, okay. Best action adventure game was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, of yeah, that's I'm not entirely surprised by that. The best role-playing game was Persona 5. Uh, I think that's, yes. that's very appropriate. RPG of the Year.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Prince's favorite. Right, no spoilers.
0: Yeah. Uh, the best fighting game was Injustice 2. Uh, best family game, you had Super Mario Odyssey. Yay. Best strategy game, uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Really? Uh, okay. I, I. Well, what I'm else thinking, was that? XCOM 2 Um, was this year? No, XCOM 2 was last year, I think. Um, ah. th- there was an expansion this year, but I, I can't... I, I know nothing about it, so... I don't think we've had and a lot... Halo
1: Wars lot... 2? Hmm? Sorry?
0: Halo Wars 2.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. oh. Uh, that couldn't win an award in its own category. Yeah, right. Uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've had much in the West of yeah, these days, so yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of strategy. Yeah. And, and was a relatively tight okay. game, from what I understand, from what little I played. Okay, devs, you hear that? We need more strategy games. <laughs> Bring back, um, um, oh my god, I can't remember what it was. Uh, Command & Conquer. Oh, yeah. That's well... Yeah. I was thinking well, Red Alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, Red, Red Alert was the superior version of Command & Conquer. Yeah.
2: Yeah, i got... i sold so many copies of that when I worked in yeah, retail.
0: I... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, so the best sports racing game was Forza Motorsport 7. Clearly, that's wrong because it's not Gran Turismo. But that's 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 about as far as my knowledge <laughs> on the subject goes. So uh, best multiplayer went to uh player unknown's battlegrounds, whatever you may think of whether that should be included or really?
2: not. Uh I was gonna say Well um, I mean But I mean what about things like um
0: uh I'm oh, brain is, is so, so broken today?
2: <laughs> yeah. My brain is, is broken. Um oh it was, uh I can't think of the name. Um, Give us the multiplayer one. The multiplayer game awesome. the multiplayer
3: yeah, I know, I know. It's,
2: it, uh, it's, it's been around quite a while and it's really popular. Uh, Overwatch. It's got loot boxes, but they're cosmetic only. Overwatch. Thank you, Overwatch. What, what about Overwatch and Rocket League? Well, I those, those are, those are, are like the best. Game. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Are
2: they? Oh, well,
0: right, and Rocket okay. League is actually 2015, I think. Um, Rocket League's old school. Yep. Uh, but oh, there okay. were ads uh, throughout the VGAs for Rocket League. They were very on top of it. They must be making <laughs> so much bank right now. <laughs> they they obviously printing money. Yeah, uh, yeah. The most anticipated game was The Last of Us Part Two for whatever that's worth. Ooh, uh,
2: yeah, oh, I can't I mean, wait
0: for that. Hyped. One. I, that's kind of
2: I'm I'm so worried because it they, they've waited for that one because they said you know we need we wanted to have a story or something good to yep. do so that everyone's waited thinking that it wasn't going to happen now it is happening now the hype's building i'm just i just so hope that they it, i don't mind if they delay it because what i would hate is for it to come out and not be good enough and it's got such big shoes to fill yeah. that's the danger isn't it it's oh. well
0: and and we're looking <laughs> excited but worried <laughs> i
1: it in fairness they did it 3 times with uncharted so
0: yeah i mean how worried can you really be like, and Uncharted 2 is the on best
1: one. So. Mm-hmm. Didn't
0: they
2: mess up Uncharted? one Uncharted?
0: Um, I was
1: discounting good. Golden Abyss, but the other three... Well, all Golden,
0: excellent games. Golden Abyss was also not made by them, right? Mm. I believe it was made... I think oh, that was okay. a Santa Monica, maybe? So you can let them off on that yeah. one, then. Um, Santa Monica is a big um, organization. <laughs> yes, Um but yeah that was not made by the oh it was a uh, bend bend studio mm. anyways so hopefully uh, I'm, I'm sure that'll be perfectly fine if not amazing and groundbreaking uh student game award was level squared uh i knew nothing about any of those games unfortunately so sorry <laughs> uh best d- debut indie game was cuphead best art direction was cuphead um Cuphead I think won like everything that it was nominated for and there were like five different awards. So there was a couple more minor ro- awards somewhere that they got. Um To be fair, the um the art direction in that game is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh best score music is near autom- automata Automata. Amazing. Well it's it's it's
2: quaint, isn't it? Isn't it just sort of copying of the old fashioned Disney Mickey Mouse
1: kind of thing? Sorry? Oh, your Cuphead. Um, yeah. Yes, but those were cartoons. I mean, you think I would say it's groundbreaking or anything um, like that? You yeah, know. but it's the fundamental difference between a cartoon, which is drawn and then animated, and a game, which is dynamically animated.
0: Yeah, um, and, and I mean, going through the effort of making it actually look like that, I think, was quite the challenge. I mean, they've got like the actual sort of like television flicker in there and stuff like that too. Like they they really went mm. above and beyond to replicate. Uh, an experience that doesn't exist anymore really yeah
1: they're replicating mm. something that they can't actually make um in the same way because like uh, you can't if you did a video cuphead sure but if you're making it actually out of a game engine mm. it's you can't do it in the same way that it was made before mm. so you yeah to, you have to create a whole at that. Thing in order to do a different thing that can't be done you see? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, still looking at that, I was nervous on their behalf. Like, wow, Disney lawyers see this. They're going to be knocking.
0: Yeah. On no, door. Right. Well, you can you can't, you can't copyright an, an art star. Yeah. And certainly not characters that didn't exist. Um, but yeah, at some point I need to play it. It probably, I don't know that it would have been my pick, but, uh, it, it I think was just as deserving to be up there as anything else. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And cool. clearly won the, yeah. the award. So, uh, So we've got uh, best audio design, which is separate from score and music uh, with Hellblade: center of the sacrifice, which is not surprising at all with how much effort went into the sound design for that game. Um, Just doing the surround sound and the voices and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, The way that the,
1: the audio kind of comes in layers, Mm -hmm. um, the way that you you're hearing voices behind you and you're hearing voices on top of voices and in the back of your head and Mm -hmm. like, the the voices among the music and among the ambient sounds, the the enemy noises, and like just so much like everything that could be done for the audio in that game.
2: Mm. Voices upon voices sounds like you need to see a shrink. I, well,
1: <laughs>
0: well, you're literally describing the premise of the game. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best performance was uh, Melina Juergens, uh which was actually Senua in Hellblade. Uh, which again, I think, very well deserved. That was honestly, I think, out of literally everything in the the entire night, I was like, "She's got that one locked up." And sure enough, she ended up winning. Um, and uh, she freaked out on stage because that was um, uh, Andy Serkis did that award. So she actually got her award from Andy Serkis. Which, if if you were doing like motion capture and digital yeah. animation, all that stuff, it's like yeah.
1: the, the man who who did Gollum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was going no,
2: I was I was going to say did he hand me a water and go I, know,
1: I, <laughs> I I saw him in an interview he 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 just slipped in and out of the voice and not only the voice but he, <laughs> the, the sort of the character he slipped in and out of the persona like as a
0: master of his work he's he's up there yeah absolutely <laughs> um they also uh Al Blade also won for games for impact um best ongoing game Overwatch won that uh which was a new th- Really? Th-
2: I thought I thought you said Rocket League was a lot longer in the tooth.
0: Well, so mm-hmm. it's Surprise. not a longevity thing. It's um, basically it's ongoing game. That's not longevity. It, it's best ongoing game, not most
1: ongoing game. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So it's it's about <laughs> okay. a, it's supposed to be a, a game that excels at providing a games as service experience that. You know, grows or whatever. I don't
1: know. Well, essentially, they made a category in the games of the year for games that aren't in the year. Essentially, (laughs) yeah. Yep. Yep, That's what they did. So it's, it's better because it's got more variety.
0: Mm, I don't even know if that's entirely true. I I think it's, (laughs) I think it's got a lot of things going for it. Um, the community outreach and whatnot between, uh, Blizzard and the fans has been pretty over the top. They keep adding new characters every, Couple months and maps, and um, they're constant. They, they do ARG games with the community, stuff like that. So, I mean, they 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 go really above and beyond. And that's not even counting really like the the little shorts and stuff, um, which they have a. Sorry, you, you finish. Oh, I was just gonna say, the, and you've got the shorts, which you know you can't really count as part of the game, but you can certainly count as part of the service.
1: I was going to say they have a really good dynamic going. Um, the dynamic is you do fan out for us and we'll print money.
0: Yeah. Win-win. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a thing. <laughs> um, best independent game was Cuphead. I haven't actually had the chance to play it, but it's definitely something I want to play. I'm not sure if it should have won. <laughs> I, I didn't play it. So. <laughs> best narrative was What Remains of Edith Finch. uh, I didn't know that that one was going to win, but I, that, I don't quite listen. surprising, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised that it won, but I'm not displeased by that. I mean, that was, oh yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: <laughs> with you on that.
1: Yeah. It's funny for it to win in narrative as well, because, um, it kind of has a linear narrative, but it, it's kind of, to me at least, it didn't feel like a linear narrative because, Um, although you're going from chapter to chapter Mm -hmm. you feel like you're exploring and you feel like you're a lot of the narrative
0: is dynamic so you you feel like you're poking at things and then discovering things i um i think part of um, the reason why it won and i I think it's because it's sort of lumped together is that it's not just the narrative itself so much as the the narrative design like the, mm -hmm. the way the the story is conveyed in itself is kind of interesting, and I, yes. I think that being lumped into, you know, as the delivery method for the narrative is why it ended up winning.
1: Yeah, that that actually makes a lot. I I would say the narrative design does excel. Yeah, in the way that you are delivered the story is what made it feel like it wasn't a linear story exactly. to me.
0: Yep. And then uh, last two reward, uh, awards, you've got Best Game Direction and Game of the Year. Both went to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, yay. Uh, Solid. I, it's hard yeah. to disagree yeah. with that. I mean, I, I, it is, yeah. Whatever you may have chosen. I mean, it was a great year for games. So uh, it's one of those, I think... Regardless of what game you would have personally picked, I think it's you can't really disagree too much. It's like all of them definitely deserved in one version or another to, to win, I think, especially Zelda and Mario were just standouts in a standout year. So damn you, Nintendo. Uh, i'm sure you know, well, that's rough too like i can imagine gorilla just like god damn it like what were the odds that the year we released that <laughs> game they, nintendo was going to release a zelda and a mario like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so i the, think that's it, the one you want to avoid yeah, yeah. Um, so gorilla the makers of horizon zero dawn mm. uh by all accounts a fantastic game yep so do you think that would have won uh Or especially if we were talking about just the PlayStation games or games that appeared on PlayStation, Uh, um, I think
0: Horizon would win. uh, Maybe I I need to take a look at the list real quick. I I think because I just went back and played the Frozen Wilds and I can definitely I think it would have won. Um, <laughs> though I don't know that it necessarily would have deserved to win. I think that's one of those things where the, and we'll, we'll kind of get into this. I think we could just mm-hmm. jump straight into the topic of the week. So that's yeah, uh, for game of the year, we've got, um, so this is just a, a short list that I just kind of scrambled together so we can discuss the topic. We're not necessarily deciding on one right now, but, uh, we've got, Gravity Rush Two, Persona Five, Her- Horizon Zero Dawn, Hellblade, Nier Automata, Neo, uh, RE Seven, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, Wolfenstein Two, and uh, <laughs> somebody is putting late in, edition is putting in uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I'm not sure I, I added that, that. One.
1: because. Well, the thing is, that's one of the best-selling games of the year. You can't can't deny it.
0: Well, um, you can't deny that, but I, I don't know that there's many people that would be like, you know, what is a real quality, special experience? <laughs> Ghost well, the Wildlands. How many millions of people bought that game? Are you to say it's a mistake? No, I, I mean, that's kind of like, um, <laughs> for for lack of a better example, it's like, Cheap porn. It's like just because tons of people consume it doesn't mean that it's like fine f- film, you know. <laughs> that's cold.
1: <laughs> that's, not, that's not cold. You're you're comparing Ghost Recon Wildlands to, um. Well, I was going to say other words, but let's not go any deeper into metaphor. Yeah, uh, you're comparing Ghost Recon Wildlands to something throwaway, um, and. That's really mean for something it, that... It is honestly so, really mean. so, so mean. much content and I'm, so much yeah,
0: design. I, I haven't personally played it, so it is a little bit mean. But at the same time, just because a bunch of people bought it doesn't mean that it is a great game. It, a no, good I'm, game. I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm not saying that that's the...
1: I'm not, I haven't listed Call of Duty, have I? So, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. But,
0: um,
1: I, mean, I mean that people bought it because it was an exceptionally um, well-promoted Ghost Recon, and it was successful at Gates because it was also well-reviewed,
0: um, and as far as I can tell, good quality. Yeah, So and, and it honestly... I, it did definitely sort of deliver what it kind of set out to deliver. If may, maybe not oh, necessarily yeah. how people expected it to, but it definitely did. Um, so that's also pretty good for them. Uh, hmm. So, th- uh, well, let's let's no let's be under no
1: illusion. That's not one that I'm uh, considering my game of the year. Uh, yeah. So, what
0: what do you guys think is better than Ghost Recon Wildlands? Um, so. Real quick, just so I can wrap up the thread from prior. So this list is mm-hmm. a, just a, a PlayStation-centric list, so it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like if there was an Xbox contender, which I don't think there really was. Forza, maybe? Oh. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. so this is a, a PlayStation-centric list. So that that's certainly something worth considering. However, on this list, I mean, there's only a couple of games that I think are really of that level. I mean, you've got um persona 5 horizon hellblade and near i think kind of are the standouts from this list um though the rest are absolutely great games and i think mm. they could have been contenders in another year but i think all of those games essentially uh stand sort of above the rest um and i okay. do i think that horizon out of those games would have won but the rest of the games i think could have I just don't think that they would have been uh, popular enough. Um, um, I don't... So
1: I'm going to address that you pointed out Nier. Mm. You didn't point out Neo. So do you think that Nier
0: is a better game than Neo? Yeah. <laughs> um, did you play Neo? Mm-mm. I found Neo to be a little bit underwhelming. Um, I think it was great for what it was. I do not think that, I think it had too many. Simple flaws. It was just a little bit too frustrating. Um, it didn't have quite as smooth a system as other like Souls like games in, you know, getting you through the game. In terms of the action, the action was phenomenal, but uh, it's like you, you'd be playing through a level and there's one checkpoint in the middle of the level. And so if you die just before that checkpoint, you're replaying a huge section. And it, that happened a lot. So Okay.
1: I, 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 I assume that's part of the the difficulty, sorry. artificial difficulty, no. but uh, no, I'm not going to dispute that. Mm. It's okay, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. just,
0: just my personal so I opinion. Mm. But,
1: I, I would say that surely Resident Evil 7 is a strong contender, given everything it's done so well.
0: I, and it very well maybe, I again, it's one of the games that I need to play this year. It's like, there are so many amazing games that came out this year. That could be far and away the the best game in this list right here that we're looking at and i, I honestly wouldn't know
1: um i don't think you have to have yeah. the game know um to know uh to respect it um yeah. but at the same time you you can gain more appreciation from hands on time i, I feel the same way about um and trophies uh, just on the offhand um yeah you can really you can uh, um, respect the game from having played the story but if you spent 50 or 200 hours on it that's when you really appreciate it otherwise i mean if you spent that time and you still hate it then fine but yep. you probably appreciate it by that time
2: yeah and no, I've, I've played neither near nor nor but i should probably make, uh, make uh, time to have a look at them
3: mm,
0: yeah um well, if you want yeah so, out of this list, uh, my personal pick would probably be either Horizon or Persona. Um uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Persona seems popular. I, it's hard for me to say. Uh, I I am leaning towards Horizon, but to, I literally just played Frozen Wilds like four days ago. So, I don't so know. So, that's if, giving you bias? Right. I don't know if that's just skewing me in that direction because um, I, I remember Persona 5 so fondly, so... How about, um, if you're
1: going to, uh, split the two, split them by saying what one has that the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh, persona. What, what makes
0: horizon stand out above for certain? What makes persona stand out above horizon? I mean, persona more than anything just has a, a enjoyable style that just mm-hmm. like, you know, permeates everything and it's a, it's a beat and fun and, and whatever on top of the, you know rpg life sim elements and then i think horizon has a distinct style um it's probably one of the most awe-inspiring games that i've played because it literally Mm -hmm. just like you just walk outside and you're like holy crap um it also has uh, action that just persona you know is as an Turn-based RPG is fantastic in that sort of tactical whatever, but Horizon is tactically a very fun game to play. You're just constantly mm. moving and planning and strategizing, trying to make the best of the situation. Um, yeah, so I that's thi- a good uh, that's a good summary. Yeah, I would, would you say that
1: Horizon pushed its genre in any way?
0: Um, I would say yeah. I, I think. And, and that probably I think might be the deciding factor is like Persona five. I think perfected, whereas her horizon sort of pushed open worlds in a different direction. It, it, I mean, the level of storytelling in horizon for an open world game is actually pretty astonishing. Like every mm. single thing you come across, there is voice acting and, and you know, not always the best um like actual motion capture or whatever, but there there's like, you know, emotion there at like every turn. Um even like a a rock star, um, GTA or whatever. Like there's story, but there's a lot of instances where that story the most heart you get out of it is kind of a chuckle. Um Mm -hmm. I think Horizon conveys story in an open world better than just about any game I've ever played. Wow, that's that's quite high praise. Mm. Well, and in a completely different direction, Nier did a similar thing. I, I think it pushed quite hard um, for storytelling in a very weird way. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't actually finished the story, so I can't be like, oh my God, this uh, is amazing. I got far enough where I was like, wow, this is getting really trippy, and I'm, I really like it. But I didn't have a chance to finish <laughs> yeah, you've it. Yeah, you got to go in deeper. Yeah, I definitely do. It's a rabbit hole. Mm. Um, yeah,
3: that
0: sounds crazy. I'm I'm seeing further notes here. Uncharted Lost Legacy is actually already on the list. That's on the list, my (laughs) friend. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry,
1: I didn't see it. However, you have have
0: pointed out that um, Pyre was omitted from our list. That's true. And uh, Pyre is like a fascinating game. And again, I don't know if it is necessarily game of the year, but Mm -hmm. it is definitely a notable game, and I would definitely play it. If you have, especially... Uh, Pyre is remarkable
1: from this year, mm. but I agree that it's, it's not really Game of the Year Contender, especially since I feel like my personal passion for it far exceeds um, what mm. uh, it uh, has received in terms of um, I perhaps connected with it a little bit more than average, and, and that way um,
0: I overvalued it, possibly. Um, um, I would say... I think it's something that could have won in a different year, like uh, indie game of the year. Mm. I, de- I think it's definitely good enough for that. But uh, I, again, you know, this was an exceptional year for games, and indie games were really no different. So, mm. I would like to see, um, I suppose if anything is going to come off fire, I would
1: like to see it have an effect on the industry in terms of yes. uh, encouraging more similar things. Um, so, uh, more of this kind of like... Uh, Sort of Dungeon Dragons, sort of bit d- deep story, this sort of uh, narrative focus with parties and with with um, like the kind of same kind of progression system, um, and the fact that it did a, a sort of like weird sports thing was interesting, but probably not something we need to see again. But the other elements, the sort of narrative elements, I think were really something we would like to see more of.
0: Yeah, I would. And I think that's definitely going to happen. I think this is going to be one of those games where a very large segment of the hardcore gaming community, like the, you know, the influencers and the developers and critics and all that kind of stuff, noticed this thing that happened and how narrative was handled. And I think that's going to inform a lot of decisions going forward behind the scenes that a lot of people aren't aware of. And it's going to just permeate in a very low-level way other systems and hmm. kind of flesh things out in a not entirely noticeable way. But that does enrich it, kind of like. Citizen Kane or Blade Runner kind of way of like it doesn't look like anything's happening but actually all the films afterwards right. and, and, and then eventually in like five years if you took that thing away people would notice instantly you know yeah.
1: so. so Ace what, what has been give us two games from this year that, that you think are contenders uh, I don't know um, say the one you want to say. You, you know you want to say.
2: Uh, I don't. I, I don't think you can get away with uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew being <laughs> the game of the year. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. That's no, not the one. You know, I was put thinking. it out there. I, I was thinking put v- it out VR, there.
2: VR game of the year, maybe. Mm. But um, yeah, uh, or it was nominated. I, I would say. I would say honorable mentions would be uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew for um, VR experience and Star Trek experience. Mm. um and um, Sonic Forces for uh, Sega at least whoa, proving they whoa, they whoa. can still release a Sonic game <laughs>
3: that
1: doesn't what?
3: Um,
2: so nice Why is Sonic
1: Forces coming before Sonic Mania? I right.
0: This is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> my whole world really? turned upside down. Are you serious? Yeah, I,
3: I'm,
0: I'm shocked. Was, was my Sonic core. Forces better than Sonic Mania?
2: Uh, well, I'd say Sonic. Mania had an easier job because it um That's true. <laughs> because it was was the two D one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All it takes is just to you know it, do what they did, which is, you know, bring back the old levels, tweak them a little bit, mix them up a little bit, and then do so with you know, care. add a few little bits. And and everyone's fine and happy with that and you've got a good game. Yeah. Um That's valid. I would say not low expectations, but I would say it's a bit hard to really mess that up. But um, then again, we had Sonic four. So I suppose (laughs) (laughs) it's doable, (laughs) Um, but um, you know, it's um, uh, 2d wise. There's only been one bad one, or I suppose two, if you can episode one, two, but um, on the 3d side of things, there's been quite a long trail of disasters. Um, so it's a bit harder to um, yeah. sort of uh, have hope for, for the 3D kind of side, of side of things, which is a shame because I, I do still live in hope of um, uh, an amazing one. You know, I mean, I still think they need to get to, like, Legend of Zelda or, um, you know, um, RPG sort of kind of elements for Sonic. Mm. Really, really take it there. I'm, I'm still remembering the 2006 um, uh, game that was yeah, uh, the its teaser. original E3 trailer, as, yeah. which looked very yeah, very open world. I was looking forward to that. As, um, as a, and, I'm, and I'm a long-term fan of uh, Sonic Adventure 1. Yeah, It's my favorite. Quite series, fun. So. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some elements are good for this. I do like the, the custom characters and the other bits. I'd say the levels do seem a bit short. Um, I haven't finished it yet, so I can't really give full commentary oh, wow. on it yet. But, you're, um, you're too slow. <laughs> it's It's the time of the year, isn't it gaming gaming time tends to dwindle a little bit, and there's lots of special events and things to prioritise your time with both in game and in the real world so um yeah, it's a bit difficult, but uh, I hopefully try and get some quiet time to uh turkey to work on it, yeah, yeah, sit there, stuff full of turkey and controller in hand, <laughs> catching up on that um so yeah, I mean th- those two I say will be honourable mentions in their field um for. Game of the year, I can see it's going to be one of those. Uh, I'm probably going to say, for length of, of game and and everything, it's probably going to fall to Horizon Zero Dawn. I should think, if it was going to be one. Mm. By saying that, though, Wolfenstein Two is um is really good and popular as well. So I'd say it's going to be a it it would have been a close battle between them if it was limited just to the scope of PlayStation. Mm. Yeah. But um
1: yeah. I, I mean, think the, the, one of the things about this know, list totally. is quite a few of them are actually PlayStation exclusive.
0: Um, well, yeah. yeah, you've got um, Gravity Rush 2, Persona 5, which is actually coming to Switch next year, I think. Uh, oh. Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, was Hellblade exclusive? Mm-hmm. Um, Nier, it's made by know. the same people who made um,
1: Heavenly Sword, right? And that was a PS3 launch game.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean... Ratchet and Clank was made by Insomniac, so... I know, but, but they kept it that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know... Really, it wasn't... Uh, uh, I didn't think it came out on Xbox. I just wasn't sure if it came out on PC. Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, but we don't okay. count that. Right, PC did. We <laughs> yeah. don't
2: count. Exclusive, PlayStation exclusive slash console
0: exclusive. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation console exclusive. Um. So, yeah. Uh, so you've got Gravity Rush, Persona, Horizon, Hellblade, Near, Neo. And Uncharted are all exclusive. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. basically most of the list. <laughs> yep. So for a year where Sony didn't release a, you know, I, I guess Uncharted would be the yeah, flagship title. Yeah, but that's title.
1: a spinoff, really.
0: it, but Yeah, again, it's a sort of a spinoff of a flagship series. They didn't have, mm-hmm. like, God of War or, um, or regular Uncharted or Last of Us or...
1: God of War or... Um... Detroit, uh, or... Yeah. Um, Which is all coming next out. year. 2018 ones. So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going. Well, Come had, on, help me out.
2: They had GT, didn't they? So pretty that's that's true. Not on there, But then I suppose a simulation <laughs> racing game is probably not going to be close for
1: game of the year, really.
0: No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, what
1: do you think, Prince? What, what are your picks? I mean, well, mine are probably quite predictable. Uh, I would say... Um, if I'm going to pick two, two, two to put in the spotlight, Gravity Rush 2, I think, deserves a place um, because although Gravity Rush 2 um, probably won't get a follow-up um, and it didn't get a huge amount of sales, I'm sure, um, it's still compelling and unique. The thing about Gravity Rush as a series is it's it's utterly unique. Um, it's a, an experience of flying, falling, um like space manipulation that really we don't often have in games. Um, the, the whole falling into the sky thing is, is completely unique. Like yeah. other games that have flying are just completely different experience, but the, the way that it works with a sort of space time manipulation basis and makes it so effortless, so fluid um, is something I would like to see in more games. Um, I can't wait to see a time travel mechanic that actually works. Mm-hmm. Um, but the art style is brilliant, the gameplay is enjoyable, the game is very large. Um what can you really fault about this game? Um if you get bored of it, it's pretty much the only thing. But if you don't get bored of it, um there's so much there to do and have fun. <laughs> um and there's a free DLC. <laughs> so Yeah. Um and then uh but your other pick is five yeah. persona five is clearly my game of the year personally. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. um, that's a surprise yeah. on the playstation side so i'm not going to dwell on it um but uh it's it's so stylish it's um the, it's a joy to play it's horrendously long yeah. um <laughs> and that's a um, major selling point horrendously long. <clears throat> it's been, like it's not it's an RPG. Any RPG fans in the house know that if it's not over 100 hours, it's not an RPG. Well, That's it's like, not a JRPG. a
3: JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. <laughs> don't mean that.
1: But um, yeah, so it's it's a true JRPG. It's kept the retro, like turn based uh, fighting, which I was big fans of JRPGs when Final Fantasy has moved away from, mm. um, and many people regret that. So if you prefer the purest style, Persona <laughs> 5 still delivers that and it delivers it with style which is i would say unmatched by any other game to date mm-hmm. um the amount of style that persona
0: 5 has is like head and shoulders above anything else um was was that and, was that there for art direction because like i feel like that probably would have been my pick for art direction would have been persona yeah i i would back that um,
1: I still think Cuphead is a legitimate victor um, but uh, yeah um, I would happily say Persona 5 could win that category um, the music also that's the other thing the music um, I don't know why Nier would win over Persona when it comes to music in any year um, but um, yeah, yeah definitely Like when it comes to faulting Persona 5 you can only really um, in my opinion you can only really fault the things that they knew about and did on purpose so it's not like they made mistakes in making this game they just kind of made design choices for their preferences and for their audience's preferences um so if you hate turn-based like turn-based rpgs like that's just their choice it's not because they couldn't make a like an action rpg yeah they just yeah you know they made it for that reason um so, yeah, and it's replayable. Um, it's designed to have a new game plus, so you could play it two, three times um, and have a, like, a new, not a fresh experience, but you get more out of it from playing it again. So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so it was nominated for uh, Best Art Direction. Mm. Yep. Yeah, definitely deserved to be. <laughs> yep, and then um, it also showed up in uh, Best Score. Well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Again,
1: it deserved. Yep, yep. I more am. than deserved that. I probably should have won that category. I'd say, but yeah, I don't
0: know. yeah. The score music in the guy, desert. It was it was <laughs> like uh, Zelda, Mario, Persona Five, Cuphead, Destiny Two, and Near. And it's like I, Destiny Two. Like, I'd had a sweeping, like, you know, score. Yeah, but that dinklage. Um, <laughs> well, Dinklage is gone. <laughs> I know, know. that. Yeah, so I sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, every every tune in Persona Five was just so spot on. Mm. Um, you,
3: could
1: just, you could just go on YouTube and listen. If you watch the trailer
0: and you don't like the music, then I don't know what's going on. I actually, somebody, uh, uh, one of my former employees, actually used to he would listen to the persona 5 soundtrack like he didn't own the game he really wanted to get the game couldn't afford it and like ah. um he got a hold of the soundtrack or he was streaming it off youtube or something mm. i don't know but he was he like he'd go on his break and sit there and listen to the soundtrack it was just, yeah it's awesome but the persona 3 um for five soundtracks
1: they're all with it the thing about uh, so briefly the thing about persona five no the persona series and their music is it's always um contextualized to the theme of the game and the sort of atmosphere so you've got persona three which was urban persona four which is rural persona five which is like uh modern and um sort of a little bit punk um kind of thing and um so you've it kind of takes that new tone with the music, and um, you can if you listen to the different ones in the series, you can get different things out of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so those are so it's not sorry it's not as as good as Halo soundtrack is. You know that there's like a it's 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 predictable, whereas yes. Persona
0: isn't. Yep, I agree. That's a good way of putting it. Um, so those are our picks uh, for Game of the Year. What we think is. Uh, Stands head and shoulders above everything else. Uh, Eventually, we should have, I believe, voting and whatnot. So you can vote for yours on uh, True Trophies. So make sure to get your votes in when that pops up. Uh, It's time to jump into... uh, We've got the list of PS Plus games. We're a little bit late on this, obviously, because we weren't here last week. Sorry about that. Um, But we do have the list of games now. So for PS4, we've got Darksiders 2, the Definitive Edition, and Kung Fu Panda, Showdown of Legendary Legends which sounds like a real powerhouse. <laughs> um, Skadoosh. But so it may be ironic. Yeah. Uh, so, and then PS3, you've got the Siberia Collection and X-Blade's Lost Memories. Uh, and then finally for Vita, you've got Forma 8, uh, which is crossed by with PS4, and Wanted Corp.
1: I, I am uh, curious about, well, not curious about, I'm interested in the Siberia <laughs> Collection. That's actually, it's- you may never have heard of it, but it's actually quite a
0: um, respected game worth we'll a look mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think any of these like uh, maybe the kung fu panda thing aside like i i didn't hear particularly great things about that like i don't think any of these are actually bad games they're just not you know amazing or like well-known games mm. is my interpretation of it but most of them i'm not particularly familiar with so
1: the Dark Two um, Remaster is like a a good solid game, but yes. i kind of I don't have time for for big open world just action games.
0: Yeah, uh, I did play Dark Siders Two a little bit, um, and then I ended up falling off. It's a, the game is a little bit too big. I think it's too big ah, for itself. A common a common fault. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, it is a pretty enjoyable game. It's a nice cross between a um, almost like a. Uh, Devil May Cry sort of style action game crossed with nice. like a, a Diablo esque sort of loot system, which was mm. pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I always like to think that there are, there are lots of people out there who um, are looking for games just to play because maybe because they they don't like to buy a lot of new games, or maybe because they just like to uh, see what comes and and live a little bit more. Um, so, ser- uh, what's the word? Uh, spontaneously, but. Um, I like to think that there are people out there who will see a game like this, which is tens of hours of, of good gameplay and just sort of go, yes, I, I can play this now for, for free, free, so to speak. Um, yeah. There's quite a few here that, that then
0: might interest them. Indeed. Um, yeah, definitely check those out. Uh, see maybe there's a little bit of hidden uh, amazing quality under there. All right, so with that out of the way, it is now time for Popular Trophies, and I've lost my place. Oh, no! (laughs) And it's not there. Boop, boop. Oh. (coughs) The file is gone. I must have moved it or something. I I went to go play it. We'll do it it in post. We'll do it. It's okay. Everything is fine. We're not burning down or, you know, no babies out with the bathwater just yet. So uh, take it away. (laughs) Right, thank you. Uh, The 50
2: most popular trophies this week on uh, TrueTrophies.com, 8pm on December 12th, 2017. (laughs) Um, So it's uh, a PS Plus uh, popular week this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we get to there, we have to say goodbye to uh, Batman, The Enemy Within, Worms Battlegrounds, and Star Wars Battlefront. They were on our last chart, which actually was two weeks ago. We missed a week. Um, so, sorry about that. Um, but let's see. We've still got a number of entries that are still clinging in. We've got 7th uh, place Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, spot 49. Follow Roast Teachings, 110 wins. That's
0: down from 4th place previously. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that one is one of the first trophies in the game. So, so maybe a bunch of people have jumped in because of the... DLC.
2: So they've haven't they released a game um uh not uh
3: what do they call Race it? Complete edition?
2: Complete yeah, uh, I thought they gave oh, it right. a name, but yeah, it essentially did. it's a complete edition with with the uh, the frozen la- the frozen worlds and um DLC and everything. Mm-hmm. So it could be people picking up that and starting it. So yeah. Um again, another reason why I would think it was it would be PlayStation Game of the Year, because it, it does seem just so popular. Yep. Um, then at number six, we've got a new entry. Um, slipping its way onto PlayStation, finally, is Dead Rising 4. Uh, very popular series on Xbox. Clambering um, its way. Yeah. Let's see how well it does over here. So, um, at spot 43, a whole new world. And, that the truth 111 <laughs> wins plus two other trophies in the top 50. So modest for showing there. I think it came out exactly a week ago from this recording. So
0: mm. it's, um, 30 days for that one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know if it's going to be great necessarily, but I'm down for more dead. It's rising. quite silly, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a while since I've played dead rising. I, I did. I skipped three. So Yeah. Okay um
2: at number 5 down from second place is Call of Duty World War 2 at spot 21 uh same trophy again Ricky Recruit 125 wins and two other trophies in the top 50 so that one's that one's bowing out quite quickly quite graciously
3: i would say mhm
2: um then at spot number 4 um we've got down from uh it was first place before, actually. We've got uh, Assassin's Creed Origins at spot seventeen. Trophy the Lizard with one hundred and thirty-four wins, yeah. uh, and twenty-four other trophies in the top fifty. So it's still um, hogging most of the chart there, uh, even if it is sliding down the um, slithering down, s- slithering down. It's uh, <laughs> sorry.
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's Origins it's isn't the, it? Uh,
2: you need a cat joke, don't you? Other than I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, I guess now they have snakes too, vipers. I think, but yeah,
1: um, so nobody nominated uh, Assassin's Creed for Game of the Year. It seems.
0: I think it was nominated well, for you... something, but I can't remember what it was.
1: Uh-huh. Oh.
0: I, well, I thought we
2: were discussing sort of ideally PlayStation only or,
1: PlayStation no, just or anything you can play on PlayStation.
2: Yeah, well, I was thinking about that one, but um, I don't know. It's... Didn't make the cut. Yeah, it's one of those ones, isn't it, really? <laughs> you
0: seem so <laughs> underwhelmed.
2: <laughs> well, I've, I've still got quite a few Assassin's games to catch up on, you yeah. know, and, um, I wish they'd taken a longer break, but, uh, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played this one yet, so I do, I do need to get, get to it and see what it's like. Um, I don't know, uh, I guess I was just hoping for something a bit different rather than just, well, here we are in a different time now. With
0: different combat mechanics.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I was hoping for more options. You know, do you remember, I think I said this last time after, um, syndicate that, um, I was hoping for like a co-op or a four player kind of collaborative kind of experience. Get get back into unity. Yeah. Something, something different. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, yep so it's but it's still it's still very busy i said um, twenty five is so a half the chart is is assassin's Creed origin yeah, so it's literally yeah so um uh, it's surprising it it probably should be a contender it really should be
1: so um well with it's just released i mean this is its prime play period so it's it's positioning the chart isn't uh, indicative of its enduring popularity yeah well we'll see.
3: Hopefully it'll turn um, everything around for the series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, um, wasn't it? Wasn't it late October? So I mean, it's been out for like
2: two months almost.
3: Uh, you know, honestly. Two
2: and it was, half the, it was the end of October. But it was? The um, oh, end of October. Yeah. Well, one and a third, third month.
0: About six weeks. Six weeks? They're probably six weeks.
3: weeks this Friday.
2: Is it? Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've had games that have had like a honeymoon release period that has only literally been a few days or, or a week, two weeks, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, they've come and gone very quickly.
1: So... I mean, if you uh, if you need a counterexample, example, um, look at the last entry on the chart that released in February. Yeah. So- yeah horizon zero dawn but
0: that's had the DLC
2: and now it's
1: had a, it's
2: it's a actually, release
0: which were actually only a week apart so mm. the, both of those released in the past couple of weeks but, yeah okay. anyways anyway so
2: let's move on um we now head into ps plus free territory um <laughs> Very firmly for PS Plus. (laughs) Yeah. For December, we've got former eight at spot three. Trophy, harmless no more. 475 wins and five others. So, a big jump there from the 134 wins from Assassin's Creed. Um, Yeah, everyone's hitting the PS Plus uh, games hard. Yep, definitely. Even the next one. Even the, yes, I'm surprised, but I suppose it's like I knew. The films, the films are all right. Kung Fu Panda, Showdown of Legendary Legends. I love that title. Yeah. Um, at spot number two, <laughs> the trophy could only be skadoosh. skadoosh. <laughs> Four hundred seventy-five. Hang on. Oh, I forgot my numbers mixed there, or have they got the same? Uh, sorry, one moment. Maybe it eked it out. Uh, no, you're right. Sorry, I made a mistake. That was 400. All of our numbers are wrong. But it was 453 wins for Format 8. Sorry, um, 475 wins for Skadoosh and four other trophies in the top 50.
0: Not bad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't remember it being a highly reviewed game, but, you know, it's a family-friendly game, and I bet you the trophies are pretty attainable.
2: Yeah, um, which leaves us with the final spot number one. It goes to Darksiders 2,
0: Definitive Edition. <laughs> it's it's a pause. Every time somebody tries to goes to say it, it's like, I can say this, just Definitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, trophy
2: Crocarion, 549 wins, plus six other trophies in the top 50. So, uh, you know, it's it's a better week than we've had before because we've had some quiet weeks, you know. Um Thanksgiving was practically dead for trophy unlocks. Yeah. Um well but, this happened last um, year
0: too, right? It's uh, eventually yeah. around uh Christmas it's gonna start diving again.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll might get closer to eight hundred or a thousand unlock marks again. Thank um you. yeah. So, uh, so uh, also a
0: PS Plus title, of course, as well. Just just out of curiosity, I, I went and looked it up. Kung Fu Panda actually has a sixty-three on Metacritic, which is better than I expected it to be. So yeah. that's something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty.
2: Hey, don't touch a panda by its cover.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> there's there's actually a you know, that's thematically appropriate. Um, so the drop this week, we've got some decent stuff, I guess. Uh, the Okami HD is coming. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, if you haven't played mm-hmm. that, uh, RE7 gold edition. Um, so if you haven't played Resident Evil seven yet, uh, there's a gold edition now with the extra DLC, I believe. I haven't mean, actually checked. Um, and
1: by the way, then- I think the Okami, uh, trophies are the same as the
0: PS3 version. I, I imagine so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's also Nine Parchments, which has been getting a little bit of buzz. I, I really know not much about it. It's um, an action RPG of some kind, from what I understand, but that's about all I got. Uh, but yeah, I have, it looks um, pretty decent. Yeah, I've, I've seen it popping up here and there, so it might be worth checking out. All right, so what have you guys been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, Oh, that much, did, huh? Did you, I've, I've, I've been, been playing. I
2: thought you were going to mention one more game on the on the drop. I was. Or did you mention it and I didn't hear you? RE7 Gold is on there? I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I was going to ask. So, is that is that it with the DLC? Is the DLC out yet then? Because I thought it was. I would soon. This I mean, week. Really... Yeah. It is coming out this so, week. Um, yeah. Okay. By the time um, this is released. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We'll be. Yeah. So, that's interesting. That's another. Uh, dlc package uh, collection coming out because um i did write up the drop for for last week um mm. and it had had several more of those so tis if, the season if if you missed any of these uh, might just worth mentioning this it's uh dead rising 4 frank's big package which is quite amusing yeah um which explains why dead rising showed up um mm. earlier on. that's the point um, yeah. yeah and another reason as we were talking about horizon zero dawn it is um the complete edition um, that uh, came out last week as well. And Walking Dead, the Telltale series, they've done a collection of that one as well. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got more PS2 Blast from the Past coming um, back as well. We've got Jack games, Jack 2, Jack oh, 3, yeah. and Jack X Combat Racing came out previous week as well. Yep. And one more remaster was Loco Roco 2. Remember that one? <laughs> Loco roco. I, I just like saying
1: it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned in the PSX news um, that Medieval remaster was announced. That's Yes. A- but it wasn't yeah. really shown.
2: No, it was just like a logo at the end, wasn't it?
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we, are we going to talk about games yeah. we've been playing? So, All right. All right. So... Have you been playing anything, Prince? Or you you've been busy having a life like me?
1: Uh, I've been playing, um, well, both, Um, but it's mostly been um, Final
0: Fantasy Comrades um, and
1: um,
0: a bit of Switch time. So, Mm -hmm. so tell me about Comrades because my person. So, I played the beta sort of. Mm -hmm. My, My experience with it was underwhelming.
1: Oh, oh, that's mean. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's good. I mean, it's, it's a free DLC for owners of the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, essentially it's in the downloadable content menu, so you can play it as like a standalone if you're in the game. Um, it's a, a basically a separate piece of story. Um, and the whole premise is that you get to play as your own character, customizable character, um, and you get to choose from an expanding list of missions um and you you sort of ship out into the arena to fight not not one arena but you ship out into the field to fight um various and many uh creatures from the campaign uh, but from the world the world of final fantasy 15 uh, and you can team up with ai or with other uh match made players or friends um, and just have a bit of fun. There's six different weapons, so you, the playstyle can vary. There's magic, um, a few types of magic. Um, and the way that the magic works in this um, DLC is yeah. your MP recharges, and the magic is unlimited as long as you have MP. So it's got a different feel if you choose to be a caster than in the main game, which used consumable magic. Hmm. So,
0: yeah. But how does the lore justify that?
1: Uh, the uh, law <laughs> don't think it touches on how magic really works. Yeah, <laughs> because in the I final, really- final Fantasy series, I mean, magic has not been a very sensible thing. You, you had like little stones that you could equip, and that would give you magic, or you had like
0: oh, yeah, magic- certainly.
1: You, you that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just um, in in fifteen, if I wasn't mistaken, like pretty much all of the magic came directly or indirectly from the uh prince right so yeah. Noct- like it all came from Noctis and so uh, my, my understanding is this takes place at some point when Noctis isn't around Oh like, do you mean like the the ability to warp and uh things just, like just that In general yeah that kind of stuff um right. like there's because if Noctis is not present how does that work um so in in this
1: <laughs> sort of post apocalyptic worldscape um You've got the hunters,
0: which you encountered in the main game. Just, my, minor spoilers, potentially, by the way. So, um, I don't think so, but name? I just wanted to put it out there. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. Well, no. If if you don't give a context, then it's not a spoiler. But um, you've got these hunters um, that you met in the main game, and then you've got these uh, Kingsclave, which were obviously mm-hmm. the the feature of the film Kingsclave, um, mm-hmm. and that means that they are basically the king's guard yeah um, they're like chosen they're, yeah so they work based on his power like not sapping from his power but sharing his power um and even though the king is not around because they're the king's slave um they're like connected to him so they are sort of basking in his light which gives them these abilities hmm. um and so they can play with essentially the same abilities as any of the main party from the main game which uh, it's sort of a short way of justifying being able to play like you were playing before not being yeah. like a weakling.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Cool. Well, what about you, Ace? What have you been up to?
2: Um, so, um, well, doing, um, a lot of, uh, switch <laughs> with Mario Odyssey, which we probably shouldn't mention too much of not being PlayStation, but, uh, uh, on the PlayStation side of things, um little bits here and there, um Sonic the Hedgehog Arcade, PSN, um Driver San Francisco, uh just bits here and there, really collecting um collecting odd trophies. Which um I don't know, J- should I bring that up now or in section ten the reminders?
0: <laughs> oh, you know, that part you you can certainly bring up in uh section ten. Sub- yeah. paragraph a, <laughs> 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 That's how well, a little
2: sheet here
3: yeah.
2: yeah um yeah just little bits here and there really um uh i i i think i started up sonic forces and did like one more level or something in in like, a few minutes i had uh <laughs> briefly it's just mm-hmm. it's just so busy at the moment
0: good good um, for like bite-sized gaming sounds like
2: yeah yeah um and then then you unlock a, like, a challenge and you get xp for another 30 minutes so you to yeah. like another
0: level <laughs> yep it's kind of how uh, <clears throat> it's kind of how i've been going like everything i've been playing lately has been pretty easy to pick up and put down in small bursts so yeah um, i i played and i finished mario i've got all of the moons all, all of all of them um except for the ones that you get by buying because i didn't feel like grinding out the coins so i'm pretty much yeah done with that. Um, cool so you've home. got
2: have you got all the outfits then we better not uh, spoil it for prince but um not
0: not all of them there's a couple of them that are just like super expensive and again I didn't feel like grinding out the coins uh um, nah, so but, but those uh, are just for show
2: some yeah. of them are a bit hilarious aren't they or at least a little bit yeah poor Mario. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> um, and then I jumped into uh Frozen Wilds I got that and I played through that and oh, I yeah. finished that uh quite enjoyable uh the robots they like really stepped it up um some of them are really really nasty and tough, um, and they are a step above the Thunderjaw in a big way. Didn't they the, just all
2: freeze up, though? And you just go over and knock them over?
0: Mm, uh, so some of them, yes, but obviously not all of them are necessarily susceptible to that, and uh, it's not always the easiest thing to do. Okay. Um, but it, it is cool. uh, pretty... <laughs> so like i said the the machines are actually like pretty intense there's a few new versions and then there's like these demonized versions of some of the old ones that sort of remix some of their weaknesses and um they're not as weak to stuff so it's a little bit harder to deal with them um and uh-huh. you you can't um uh, in the the base game there are corrupted machines which are things that you cannot take control of so you can't like capture them to help you out or anything like that but uh. they're usually pretty focused into like certain story areas whereas um in a lot of instances they're just roaming in the frozen wilds um and they're really pretty nasty uh they they're big step up um and you can't capture them um to help you with the even nastier stuff that's in the game uh so it was a lot of fun kind of getting in there and fighting that stuff. Uh some of it is a little bit um bullet spongy for lack of a better term. Uh but it's certainly certainly enjoyable still. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I played it. Um I've been pecking away at Shadow of War mostly because it's easy to pick up and put down and then uh, I picked up PUBG today. So player known battlegrounds no, it's not PUBG. <laughs> P- pubg or pub or pb or whatever the hell you want to call it uh, you know what i want to call it <laughs> uh, pos uh um, no 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 uh, nothing so
1: base it's <laughs> it's player unknowns battleground. so you can see where the split is it's clearly identified by a space which you should know how to use
0: Pooh <laughs> poo bag it's simple <laughs> uh, too bad. Okay, I got it. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, or just PB. Yeah, um, PB, and yeah, PB yeah. is fine. I call it PB if you like. Mm. So, anyways, um so that came out as of right now. It came out on Xbox One today, and presumably going to be coming to PS Four. So I was just going to say, hey, you know, so far it's pretty enjoyable. um It's been kind of laggy and choppy uh at certain spots, but that's clear, clearing up throughout the day. Uh, i've been getting a kick out of it it's a little bit much to wrap your head around and there's no instruction on just about how anything works like i yeah. half the time don't even know how to bandage myself up so that's that's a little bit rough but you know it's not a full release of the game or whatever so mm-hmm. you can spend 30 bucks to buy the damn thing but it you know it's not a kind finished of
1: game. the idea of the whole environment is it's the kind of um survival of the fittest taken to the extreme with permutations so you go in and you do like a little bit of survival and adapting and -hmm. then you die and then you come back in
0: stronger it's kind of like um roguelikes in a way oh yeah you definitely learn it's that experience you definitely learn by by playing and doing dumb things and Mm -hmm you know maybe it wasn't such a good idea for us to cross that field yeah maybe next time we'll go around we'll go up that hill instead or whatever yeah. you know mm-hmm. um so it is uh, i i actually the reason why i've been playing it is cuz my my brother is uh plays xbox because he told me he was going to get a ps4 and then his mom got him his an xbox for christmas and that's what he had <laughs> so uh, i'm not bitter or anything uh, <laughs> He said he was going to get a PS4, and I was like, okay, I got a, I got a PS4. I've, I've already got it. And then he's like, oh, I, like it. I was like, oh, god damn you. Um, you so, were like, but, yeah.
1: he said he's going to get a PS4. I'm going to get really into this PlayStation thing. I'm going to like start a PS PlayStation podcast. I'm going to get
0: thousands of trophies on play. Oh, what? You got an Xbox? Come on! Yeah, pretty much. Um, so anyways, yeah. I, I've been playing that with him, and it's actually a lot of fun to play with somebody, especially as you're learning, because it's just kind of like you're sort of talking about the dumb things that you do and then laughing when something goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh we're we're just like crossing a field <laughs> and we're we're like by a cliff or whatever and we neck we get next to a rock and then I get shot and downed and this car is driving barreling towards us and apparently one of them shot me and downed me and then the thing just goes flying past me hits him kills him goes off the <laughs> cliff and then we both die. Um so you know It's fun to just see that stuff and be able to joke about that kind of ridiculous stuff happening uh, as you learn the game. So, um, I think I'm going to get my $30 worth out of it. It's a little bit rough of a game for $30, but I I think I will enjoy it. (laughs) Good.
3: All right.
2: What we, you know, um, Prince mentioned about Medieval earlier. I, Mm. I forgot to mention one as well. That um, it's nice to see that it's been a, it was officially announced um, that Alchemy Labs are going mm-hmm. to bring um, the Rick and Morty virtual recality to um, uh-huh. PSVR, which was good because I was quite excited when I saw that videos of that online for um
3: uh oh, what's it called um the the PC VR one ah uh, I cool don't there? know yeah nope um, got another. Yeah, so um, because
2: I was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I went for PSVR. I didn't want to do any of those other ones for PC. So I was thought it, it's it's one of those things that surely it's got to eventually come, and it will do next year. So that's exciting. Any okay. other Wicked Morty good fans
3: uh, should uh, look forward to that one as well. Yeah.
0: That's good All right. So it's been a couple of weeks. Well, actually, it's been like... A month and a half. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, but it's, you know way,
2: what? He he has been unbearable the whole time. He's been gone. He has been trying to. He's been trying to calm me out of points. Three points.
3: <laughs> yeah. What's that?
1: What's the score now? A hundred to one.
0: Yeah, something, yeah, something like that, isn't it? Heck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one, I, don't even, I don't even. have the score. Okay, so,
1: so just, just do you have a pen and paper? A hundred to France. No, Just you. <laughs>
0: uh so right now the score is 10 to 4 so unfortunately, it looks, it looks it looks like you're yeah. kind of out of the running um, I have 10. However, if if i manage to find the time before next episode i might give you a chance to redeem yourself with a few questions i, I, I don't need redemption i have 10 oh, oh okay <laughs> uh anyways so i do finally have a trivia question for you um, since we were talking about Death Stranding and how much we love Psychomantis and all that, um, yeah. which which of these is not the name or designation of a Metal Gear? Oh no, okay. oh, I'm behind. I, okay, this one I think is kind of a softball, but I'm I'm a ridiculous fan. So, uh, which of these is not the name or designation of a Metal Gear? Shagohad, Ray, Rex, or Arsenal? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Same again. <laughs>
3: oh, <one. no. laughs>
0: Shagohad, yeah. Ray, uh-huh. Rex, yeah, or Arsenal. <laughs> it's Aye. not a trick question,
3: is it? What do Why? You mean? What's okay. your answer? Because
2: they, they all sound like ones to me. But I, okay, in that case, I'll have to go with Arsenal because I know the other ones definitely are gears. But I thought Arsenal was one as well. But maybe, oh, I'll, maybe
1: no. I'm wrong. Oh, I know no. the
2: others are definitely all Metal Gears.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so Metal Gear Rex was, uh, MGS one, uh, Metal Gear Ray was MGS two, that like mm-hmm. weird dolphin looking one that jumps out of the sea. Um, and Metal Gear, uh, or Shagahar was Chagahard the one the from tank. Metal Gear three, like the, the yeah. one in the mountains that would shoot like in intercontinental, whatever. Um, so yep. that leaves um, Arsenal Gear, which sounds like uh, it could be a superhero, but um, <laughs> we're going to go with that. I'd say. But I thought that <laughs> was in one of the later ones or something, but well, uh, obviously, if you can say it in the David Hayter voice, then it's a metal gear. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: right. But process uh, illumination. It has to be that one.
0: Yeah. So, so you're saying Arsenal as well?
3: Mm. Yeah. Me,
1: it, definitely. Yeah.
0: It's it's Shagohad. Uh, so, so that up? was not a
1: Metal Gear because it didn't walk. Am I right?
0: Uh, that is largely correct. Yeah, it is. It is the precursor to the Metal Gears. That makes Arsenal, sense. Arsenal was Arsenal Gear. It was in uh, Metal Gear Solid Two. It was the one that was underneath the big shell. Yes, so that's. I saw,
1: a, am I, I right in cool. thinking Ray was Metal Gear Two? You're right. Yeah, Ray, was, yeah, Ray also was also Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Two. 2.
0: 2. Yeah, Arsenal that's cheating was the this- <laughs> you have two
1: on the end of your title doesn't mean you Arsenal can have-
2: was yeah. the it, it was a big thing wasn't it it was, it was yeah it was underneath the platform it was the platform or something it was like oh yes right Get the ai and all that stuff yeah, yeah. so you couldn't um, it was a bit difficult that one to sort of fixate on it so, so when I asked you, is this kind of a trick question? You should have said, mm, kind of. Well, it is kind
1: of. Well, that's that's the <laughs> yeah, even. No, really. Didn't. <laughs> How many weeks have you been doing this, Ace?
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> I said it. They all sound like Metal Gears to me. Damn you!
0: They, they are all. In should have got that one. Serious. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: Brandon's been off. Um, Ace lets guard down, and you just got Brandon. T- so. Uh, yeah.
2: That annoys so, um... me. That one really doesn't
1: me. <laughs> The sad thing is that I knew um, what Shagahod was. I just didn't remember the distinction. I mean, that was back in, like, the 70s, so how am I supposed to remember that? Yeah, it was a while ago, so... Well... Okay. Sorry. Ace is still reeling.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm sure there are some people that that got that one, because they very particularly say that it's, like, a precursor to... it, It is not actually a gear.
1: Yeah, um, one, one just, it was a long time ago, man. It was a different yeah.
0: life. It was a, it was, uh, a couple generations ago. I was a different snake I back.
1: back then, okay? I had, I, was, I had a different pre-name, so... Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Was living free without all the <sighs> burdens of equipment. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, so there's only really little bit left. Uh, we've got the uh, True Trophies Community Twelve Days of Christmas Challenge. Uh, if you want, you can go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back. So they changed a couple of things for the True Trophies, whatever, to make it all work, and it broke some of the True Achievement stuff, uh, and people were getting stuff. Uh, challenges, challenges were unlocking early for them, um, so they had to yeah. do some jerry rigging with that one. So congratulations. Um, we do have, you know, were we, halfway. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. We've already unlocked them all. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Uh, all,
2: yeah, they've all now been <laughs> announced. Yeah. So yeah. you know what you have to so do for the,
1: work. How it's much to work. time is... Well, when does it end?
0: I, you know, I don't know. I assumed it was Christmas, but I didn't actually okay. do any of the it's, required reading. Uh, uh, by the end of December.
1: Yes. Yeah. So still opportunity to compete. Yeah. And,
0: you've, you've still got thirds of the month left. So well, not by the time i
1: are listening, but...
0: Okay, that's true. You got about half the month left. So, you know, get in there, get get your uh, challenge badge and all that. Um, we've made it easy. There are actually uh, buttons so you can view all of the valid trophies that you can get and things like that. So make sure you okay. jump on that. Other than that, thanks for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us by subscribing on the site. Rate us on iTunes and Google Play. Follow us on True Trophies. Uh, at I'm at mega brand zero at a Solar McLeod. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will see you next time until then. Have fun. Bye. See you around. Yeah.